Listen up or run for cover. Dropping knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The, the real Bradley Bombs is dropping. What it is, Bradley, back again with another episode of Dropping Bombs. Today in the studio, folks, I got a real treat for you. If you haven't heard of this gentleman, I'm sure you're going to. His video went viral. It's a topic I've been wanting to discuss. I need you guys to put your hands together for all David Nino Rodriguez. Welcome, David. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Now, folks, I don't know if you guys have said, hey, man, why, why does his name sound familiar? Well, because, dude, he's ranked like. 11 or 12 in the world for WBA, IBC, and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Yeah, uh, WBC, IBA, and WBA. So, so you're so you're a boxer? You I'm were or you still I, are? I was. I retired. I had a major back surgery, L4, L5 fusion, and that just took me out. I, otherwise, I'd probably still be fighting today, which is probably not a good thing either. So, <laughs> and, and didn't you get like stabbed or something? Yeah, I had my throat slit open. No shit? Walking out of a bar, yeah. What for? don't know wish i knew but you know at, at that time in my career um i was i was 36 and 0 34 knockouts 24 in the first round and i was a cocky arrogant fighter and pff, i mean who knows who i pissed off i don't know you know i was drunk off my ass so anything could have happened that night so I, you know and by the way i've been 140 days sober so well congrats yeah that, and then you know you think i would have learned my lesson then right but you know it took a while and uh Finally, just put down the alcohol, so I'm proud of myself. But yeah, 369 stitches in my throat. Do you ever? Are you the type of dude that always has to get in a fight when you're drunk? No, actually, I just I just have a lot of energy, and I I turn into that real lovable drunk. I guess I hug so, everybody. So why so why'd you quit? Uh, why'd I quit drinking? Yeah, because I was driving. <laughs> Yeah, you know, dude, no, they couldn't pry the the the, the truck of, keys out of my hand. You've heard of Uber, right? Uh, dude, I know. But when you're drunk, it's always a good idea. You know, for me, it was always a good. I can do it. You know, you think you can do anything? So, I just, dude, I finally just said, forget it. I just can't. So, do if anything. you get drunk, you will drive. Probably, yeah. You, you you can't you can't you can stop drinking, but you can't call Uber. No, I'll think, I'm, dude. I think I can do anything when I'm drunk. Right now, there's people listening, going, "Leave him alone, Brad." <laughs> but I always, no, I, you're right. Honestly, that's why I stopped drinking because you got to know yourself, man. You know, and I know that when I drink, I, I'm, I just turn into this guy that's, I, I have this feeling I'm indestructible and I can do whatever, and I'm, everything sounds like a great idea. I'm like all about the stimulation, about doing something, and yeah, I'll drive home. I could do, that. <laughs> I could do that too. Well, I've had a DUI or four. Um, and <laughs> I, too, so. and I didn't stop drinking, um, but I have changed my drinking. Yeah, like, dude, I've been I've been so drunk I can't remember the next day. Well, that's that's how I was every week. Yeah, well, not well, I didn't do it every week because I. But yeah. but I'm but I'm telling you, like, I get I, when I drink, it's to get drunk. Yeah, like, people are I, like, can't you just have a drink? Why the fuck would you have one? Just, it's boring. No, I'm there to get hammered, and that's it. So am I. Swammered. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and I I would always succeed at that very well, and then I'd be falling off bar stools. And I'm a big dude, bro. Nobody wants to carry my ass out. No, so, they, so you they, get, they, get hamburger drunk. Oh, dude, it was ridiculous. Yeah, see, so I just made a change recently. I got fucked up on wine, and oh, by the way, the wine I drink over. is like four or five hundred a bottle. Oof. 
and it takes me six, seven bottles. So not only is it six expensive. or seven bottles you drop. Oh yeah, damn. Dude. But but dude, more importantly, you know, I told some good friends to fuck off. I fucking said the fucking wife was a fucking slutty bitch or something. I don't yeah, even yeah, know. Yeah. I just woke up the <laughs> next day. Everybody was pissed at me. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even remember. My wife's like, babe, you're not going over there. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why, why wouldn't we go over there? I thought we were going over there today. She goes, you don't even remember what you said last night? And I'm like, dude, I don't even remember how we got home. Like, how the fuck did See, you drive? Man, that scares the shit out I'm of like, me. I'm like, I go, did you drive? She goes, you did. Oh, dude. Dude, and I couldn't fucking remember. And that's when I decided. I didn't. I didn't go. So let's as, make this an intervention. Yeah, but I didn't go as severe <laughs> as you. I said I'm just not getting fucked up anymore. Yeah, well, which means I probably won't drink much, and I haven't since, because I drink to get drunk. So I've had like a glass of wine once, I had a beer once, but I'm done with the shots and the tequila and the getting the fucked up. But I won't not not drink only because I think to me it's weird. To it not is, drink. No, I, I get. I never trusted a person that didn't drink, right? So, so here's the thing, though. <laughs> all, these, me, all these AA guys out yeah. there are gonna hate hate us. I, I know. Well, here's the thing with me. I quit for seventy days one time, and the reason I went back to drinking was like I could have a couple glasses of wine at dinner, and I did, and I successfully did that for a few months, even after that. But then. <laughs> Boom! I got hammered again, and then it just like ah, eh, not a big deal. I'll have wine the next dinner, and and I did. I was I wasn't getting as drunk as as often as I was, but I just came to a point in my life, and just speaking for myself, that I just, dude, it's just like, you know, I can't do it anymore. It's too risky for me. It's just too damn risky. Well, see, that's the smart move. Yeah, and for for everybody listening, that's at the end of the day the right choice. Why? Well, because dude, you recognize you can't control it. Uh-uh. And see, I, I, I'm probably that phase that you said I, I went, I did it, and then I fucked yeah. up again. I'm probably got some fucking up to do before I go full on. Right. And see, I started off with like the 30 day challenge, you know. So I was watching videos on that on YouTube, like the 30 day challenge, like people stop drinking for 30 days, you lose like 10 pounds, you feel good, your skin looks better, blah blah blah. And I did that, and then I hit 30 days. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go another 10, and then I did 10, and then another 10, and then after a while, I'm like, you know what? After I hit about 60, 70 days, I'm like, I am not craving any alcohol anymore. So let's just see how far I can go. So that's where I'm at now. I'm like coming up on 140 days. And I'm like, and I look back at who I used to be. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be that asshole anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was times I'd be in a bar and boom, I crack somebody. And I don't know, the ambulance would pick him up. Dude, it was bad. Well, yeah, because you're big. Well, I don't have and punch. You, and <laughs> yeah, and you're a boxer. Yeah. I That's mean, like a lethal weapon. And not only a boxer, I was a knockout artist, dude. I, I know how to fucking crack. You can, know you, I, can you teach me how to crack before yeah. you leave? Fuck yeah. Only like, because, dude, like, you, know, <laughs> you got to have some the sort of- The biggest trick in, bo- in fighting, honestly, is punch first, dude. That's the, the people don't understand that. Always hit first, right in the chin. Fucking boom! Right, aim right here, and that's it. Yeah, because if you miss their chin, you hit their neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just how I was learned, and, then, and that's how I was taught. And then, growing up where I grew up in El Paso, uh, next to Juarez, right? El Paso is the murder capital of the world, but at one time it was like the party capital of the world. So I was an alcoholic by the time I was thirteen, dude. Like it was bad. Like we were going to Juarez and we were partying our balls off now you're saying it authentically for us for us anglos juarez. yeah juarez. juarez mexico yeah juarez mexico folks yeah. that's like where they'll fucking kidnap you they'll fucking do we would walk over bridges and then be hanging bodies just decapitated because they're snitches you said you would go there you, you didn't grow up there back and forth i grew up there back Damn. and forth yeah, I, had, I had friends i had family there you were on the there. texas side 
yeah, but I mean, you could throw a rock and hit hit a Mexican <laughs> in Mexico. So I would I was there every every about three or four times a week, and um, it's serious over there, man. It's no joke. It's like it's uh, before. 2000, I think 2006 is when it got really, really, really bad. Like, it was a murder capital of the world. They were killing all the women. They were having cartel wars. That was when it was really bad. In the 90s, like, when I was in high school and all that, that was the end of, like, the era of, like, going there and just having a fucking blast and enjoying yourself, staying out all weekend, drinking all you wanted. You could barely see over the counter. They're giving you drinks. You know what I mean? Like, dude, they didn't, they didn't ID you for shit. And if they did, you got a fake ID at your friend fucking Pablo's house. You know what I mean? And you brought it and you're like, they let anything go. It was crazy. Is it real that the cartel can come over and get you if they want? They can do anything they want. All over the United States? Anywhere. They, people- they, dude, you do not mess with them. You fucking shouldn't. Uh-uh. It'd be the dumbest shit. Like That's why when listening. people try to report on them, like reporters or or anything like that, they they're gone, they, and their family is too. So yeah, you don't mess with those people. Yeah, that's why again, yeah. like you, you, you or the or MS thirteen or they're all connected, man. Yeah, any you of know, them. and you know, the Barrio Aztecas, Zetas, um, Latin all, Kings. Yeah, I mean, well, that's more like LA, I think. Oh, but but like. <laughs> Whatever you don't yeah. mess with them either. No, you don't mess with it. They're all families, man. And 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 you know, like Mexico has a very rich culture. I love Mexico. That's if I could live anywhere besides America, it'd be Mexico. There's beautiful places there, but you know, it's either you're rich or you're dirt poor. There's no middle class, right? So, what do you think they have to do to survive? They have to. They have to make hits and they got and before they put up the the main part of the wall in El Paso that which was done by George Bush they would um when I was boxing over there I'd go over there and spar and train over there all the time they would I would talk to all the kids all the time I knew they they were coming over to El Paso and jacking like they'd jack cars and houses and the Santa Fe train they used to run right there they'd rob the train it was like the it was like the old west man it was like the wild wild west and then once they put up that wall they they weren't able to do that that type of crime anymore you know but um yeah there was a street like that went parallel to mexico and it was called paisano street and they would come and put rocks in the road literally just run across put huge boulders in the road cars would come to a complete stop and they'd jack the car or they'd put two by fours and nails and they'd run over it flatten the tire and then they'd come and jack the car it was crazy and then they'd be gone because they live in mexico take it and go and you can't do shit over Nothing. there. And if you do, you now you're really shit. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I said if I became president ever, <laughs> I would simply resolve the wall by removing it. Shit, you and, don't want to do that either. No, I would. I'd take, okay. I'd just take Mexico. Just take all their problems with it? No, yeah. I'd say, look, you guys want up here so fucking bad? <laughs> dude, I, 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 I like... Cabo, I like Cancun. <laughs> Dude, like, I love those places too. Like man. just, just lift the gate, make it all America. So where to where I said, well, Canada, if Hillary would have won, she would have done that. Mexico and Canada no. and the U.S. In my opinion, should fucking blend, and now we're just North America. They and, were trying to do that, actually. Well, dude, why not? Like, dude, I'm I'm totally against the globalism idea. I, against? I'm, yeah. Against. How is that globalism? That's North America. That's well, no, but global. it's all going to be connected that way. You know, that's what that's what yeah. Hillary and all. Yeah, that but dude, why, why can't why can't you go down and own property in fucking Cabo? You can, but there's a way to do it. Is that what, like there's a, a trust that they have to have or something like that? There's a your family has to be from there. I just don't get the yeah. border thing, yeah. especially in Canada. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I wouldn't want to go to Mexico right now. It's fucking crazy. 
What do you mean? Like in the frontera, the frontera area. You mean real Mexico? Yeah, like 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 what Juarez, about, Laredo. What about? Whatever Laredo, and I'll sorry. say it wrong because I always make fun of the name, but it, there, it, it sounds like Zacateca. Zacateca. Guatanejo. <laughs> no, Zacateca, Mexico. Zacateca. Yeah. Is that, know, is that yeah, one? I've never been there. Yeah, because my friend's wife is from there, and I say, you're from Zacateca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that how you got Dude, here? Dude, everyone in Mexico, I'm going to be honest with you, everyone in Mexico, when I go visit down there, and I fought down there a few times, they're like, you're Juarez? I'm like, yeah, they're like, like, we fail. Like, they all look at Juarez like the worst place. All of Mexico is like, shit. Well, my grandmother's uh, Spanish, so technically I'm Latin. <laughs> Which I am actually. Are you? What's your yeah. last name? Oh, it was Lee. Lea. Lee. Lee. No, it's Lee. L E A. Just I thought I was like Lea. Do you drink Taya? Taya. <laughs> no, but but my that's from my grandfather. He was Irish. Okay. But my grandmother, it was Celestina Jaramillo. Oh wow! All right. And uh, you know, so she used to speak to me in in Spanish, and and my dad told her to stop because way back then, because I'm an old yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd get fucked. It was looked down upon. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'd get messed with. But I'm like pissed now because, dude, if I could speak fluent Spanish, dude, I would. Uh, I'd be twice as kick ass. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't speak it very well. I speak it uh, like bocho, you know, like border Spanish. You know, I'm able to to thrive on the border with it. But like, no, properly, like my dad speaks fluent. But no, that the mom side, my mom side came out of like she's total white, right? She's blonde hair, blue eyes, but she actually speaks Spanish, but like very like a wet it would, you know, like a white woman would. But she's fluent at it well. But I don't speak it even as well as my mom does. So now, folks, if you guys are wondering, like shit, dude, this is a good story, man. This guy's a fucking boxer, top ranked in the world, WBC, WBA, IBA, like you know, grew up in fucking Juarez, Mexico. <laughs> badass dude what's what else is happening well number one you had a viral video come out where you're talking about hollywood pedophile rings right and that was completely unexpected so folks if you're listening to this google david rodriguez pedophile ring and you'll see the video come up that went fucking hog wild every you know a lot of people saw it started passing around and basically what you were saying is hey I, I, you know, because of my boxing career and the celebrity friends that I've, that I've made, I've, I'm very certain, let's just say, cause you were being pretty careful that, that their Hollywood's filled with a bunch of people preying on children. Yeah. But this is, see, so when I made that video, basically I was just having coffee in the back porch, right? And I was doing a Facebook live in front of like 50 to hundred people. And then I did not expect that to go viral at all. It blew my mind that it did. Um, basically just what I was saying to me was logical, common sense. You know, I forget who I'm talking to because everyone I know that are, that I hang out with, we all know, like people know this shit, you know what I mean? So like when I said it to a bunch of people that did not know, that's why it took off. But what do they, what, what do, what does everybody know? How it's very weird. (laughs) Hollywood is weird. And yeah, the the pedophile, basically pedophiles run the world. It's like, there's some weird shit that goes on and it's very uh, prominent, and you talk to you know many many actors who B list, C list, they know it. Um, but I think what surprised everybody, honestly, in that video that I made was the fa- the mentioning the adrenochrome, right? So basically, it's not just the pedophilia, but it's also the torturing and traumatization of children to pump out more adrenal adrenaline to where they use it as like a drug. So. 
I think that's what freaked everybody out because like whoa there's like fucking vampires right so it's very demonic and it's that that, that, you know that does have a very big hand in Hollywood very big to where it controls everything Um, like I said I'm brave but I'm not stupid I will never give names and I'll never give the source that told me all this that that said hey like they're taking them out because they'll kill you fuck yeah and you know it's like hey you know I'm not and not only that like I'm not saying it's true or not true because again I don't fucking know Mm -hmm. But I've I've heard a lot of stories. I've seen a lot of people like yourself that say. I mean, look at Mel Gibson. He says it, dude. He's way out in the open saying it. I mean, how come no one? And they discredit him? him by saying he's a drunk and he's nuts. But I mean, I think he just has a lot on his conscience that he knows all this and he just goes batshit crazy. You know what I mean? And and I think, um, yeah, he came out and said it first and first before anybody really. And, so does Elijah Wood, and yeah, and then the, you know you, they risk getting blackballed in Hollywood or just discredited or killed. Me, I'm just uh, you know an athlete that hung out with those circles, and I've heard about this, and I just brought it to people's attention. Why mine my video took off like wildfire? I don't know. That's just crazy to me. I wasn't expecting that. Like I said in, in the in the conference room right there or the green room, whatever. I'm like that dude that was in a pickup truck smoking a cigarette, going through a national forest and threw out the cigarette out of his truck and then gets home, turns on the news and then sees the whole forest is burnt down. He's like, Hey, I just went, I just drove through there. That's how I felt. You know, when all this shit happened, I was like, what do you mean? There's 300,000 views. There's 400,000 views. There's a million. What? You know, like it's dude, I, I did not expect this. People are sharing it like crazy. It's fucking crazy. Well, that, that, well, that's because again, dude, it's kind of like, you know, listen what this guy's saying. They're, they're fucking little kids in Hollywood, but not just fucking little kids. They're fucking killing them, dude. They're killing them. Yeah, they're 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 using them for adrenochrome, mm-hmm. and adrenochrome apparently is some chemical. And by the way, you can ask scientists like the shit's real adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently, and this is from the research I've done. I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's generated through scaring the fuck out of a little kid mm-hmm. to where their adrenaline's pumping, and then they go into their pineal mm-hmm. or pineal, depending the on walnut how you- sauces. <laughs> what it's called okay it's crazy shit man. the pineal though because of the pineal that's yeah. what fluoride supposed to calcify that's what supposedly yeah. gives us and intuition. that's why children have a pure form of it like adults exactly. we're all fucked up we've had all these chemicals where we especially someone like me who's fought 40 times like i'd be i'd be useless i have adrenal fatigue <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the point so they're is they're not going to be using me yeah but the point is is this pineal gland which is supposed to be our third eye right supposed to give us intuition into the you know realms right so if if that whole lucifer devil worshiping shit is real okay this is a part of it right and apparently the clintons the obamas i don't know massive massive amounts of people in hollywood again you can see this on google if anyone knows for sure don't come kill me i'm guessing I'm repeating what I heard. I'm, yeah, what they, they're not going to kill me because they know I, I, I have no proof. And, right. and I'm not even making a claim. I'm telling you what I've read. You Google this shit, dude. It goes deep. Yeah, it's, it's, like, all, it's all out there in the internet. Like Pizzagate. Go Google Pizzagate. Like I didn't, I've heard of Pizzagate. I never fucking listened to what Pizzagate The code was. words they use for children, like pizza, pasta, spaghetti, like crazy shit. Hot dogs. Yeah. Cheese dude, pizza. fucking nuts. But, it's nuts. But apparently- this adrenochrome is one of the reasons they're doing it. And what they do is they take a little kid, they scare the shit out of it. Traumatize a kid uh, to yeah. where he's ready to just fucking cannot pour out any more adrenaline. And then they, they kill him and they drink that shit up. And I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know the fucking method they use to like get in there and get that. I don't know. Okay, but you're saying that's a fact. 
It's a fucking fact, bro. Everyone knows it. It's enough to where I'm confident to say, yeah, it's happening. It's happening, and how come no one does anything about it? Because I think all the most powerful people in the world are doing it. You know, it's a. It's a. When I said earlier, pedophiles run the world. This is like something that's. You got to remember, like the elite control shit, and they only bring in like minds. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I don't have names. I just know. I know this. You know, people can talk shit about me. Whatever takes takes a lot of balls for me to come here and say this shit. And honestly, like, um, but I'm doing it because I made that video, and I have to. I don't think it's fair to everybody that I just back off the subject like I was planning to. Um, I'm definitely want to talk about other things, not just adrenochrome and fucking fucking little kids, because that's not like what I really like talking about. It's disturbing as shit. But um, it's you know you got to remember these people that are in high places. Um, you can't think that everyone thinks like us that has the same value system, ethicals, ethical system, and morals. You know they don't. There's people that just are so sociopaths and psychopaths that just don't give a shit about people. And and they're everywhere. And a lot of times they're in high positions of power. So you gotta take that into the you gotta put that into the equation to understand the mentality that's behind this. You know, I, I think they're just soulless. You know, I think these people just pff, sold their soul. Maybe they did. Yeah. I mean Which sure again, do you do you believe in God? Absolutely. Well, if you believe in God, then you have to believe in the devil. Absolutely. And, and that's you... why a lot of people that, let me just elaborate on that. There's a lot of people that have seen such evil in Hollywood and in those places that they turn to God because they're like, if it, this is so bad, if there's this much evil, then there has to be a polar opposite. There has to be a God. And mm-hmm. they turn from that and they go to God. See, there's a bomb, folks. You guys got to pay attention because people start getting freaked out, paranoid, scared. Yeah. But what you just said is the key. That's if it. there's that much God. evil, don't worry because there's that much good. There's that much good. There's the opposite. There's there's light and there's darkness, man. They need each other, right? But but it's it's whichever one you want to go to. So for me, you know, all throughout my boxing career, I've always believed in God and I've always been, um, you know, I've prayed every day and you know I make it a point to uh, go to church here and there. You know, I don't go as much as I should, but not till recently, especially after my career of boxing that. That you know all the humility I faced and humbleness that I had to face that I really turned away from my ego and I started going into more spirit, spiritual realm. I decided that you know enough of this shit. I, I've been that guy for so long. You know I thought I was like Superman and I thought I was um, all ego. I was just based off ego. Boxing is ego. I turned away from that and I said you know what I'm going to shed the ego and be a better man. And that's another reason I quit alcohol because I go if God's going to use me as any kind of instrument and be any kind of good person, I have to pre- practice, practice what I preach. So I can't be that guy that's out getting smashed in bars and doing things like that because no one will take me as credible. But if I actually put down the bottle, take away the drugs, and change my life and become a better man, then I think that they can I have more influence in the world. Well, not not to mention, dude, you, it's just a better way to live. It's better. Dude, I don't regret any of it. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not the fun guy at the bar anymore, but yeah, but see, that but guy see, goes to jail. <laughs> yeah, but see, again, the fun guy at the bar, that's a perspective. Right. Because, dude, I'm telling you, I've met a lot of people that didn't drink, and when everyone else got like me and you have, mm-hmm. we were the dumb fucks at the bar. <laughs> Big time. We're Big on, time. We only thought we were the fun right, people. exactly. You know, you want to know how I quit? I was at a bar, and I was with my friends, and I was like... There's a mirror in the back of the bar, so we could all see, you know, we're taking shots and getting hammered on Jack and doing all that shit. And um, I'm looking at my buddies that that I was going out with for the last few months, just getting hammered every weekend. 
And I was thinking to myself, God, these guys look fucking pathetic. Like, seriously, like, I hope I'm never like that. And I looked in the mirror <laughs> and I saw myself with them and I was like bloated and I just look and I'm like, holy shit, dude, I'm going to be that washed up fighter if I am not already. That washed up fucking fighter that could have been champ, could have been a contender type thing, you know what I mean? And now I'm in the bar getting hammered. Who gives a shit about what I have to say anymore? I can either be that guy and go that route. And I was staring at myself in the mirror thinking this and looking at my friends going, holy shit, I am that right now. Or I could walk away from this and be done with it forever. So what I did was I got like a streak of fear hit me. Like, dude, this is you. And then you're 42 right now. When you're 45, you'll be doing this too. I put the beer down or the shot, whatever I was drinking, I remember. And then I looked at my friends and go, hey, man, I'm going to go to the restroom. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And they're all laughing. And, having, and I just walked out of the bar and never went back. And that was it. Yeah, well, did that take some balls. But I'll tell you what, that's the right decision. I always tell people I can give good advice. I don't always follow it. Yeah. At the end of the day, if someone came up to me and said, Brad, should I drink? No. Mm-mm. Like that's the answer. Yeah, right. The, the answer is nobody should drink. Why? Number one, it's poison. Right. It literally poisons yeah, you. Yeah, it's toxic. Number two, because it will it will not, you know, end well. No. If you it always keep, ends bad. It yeah. always does. So, so at the end of the day, I mean, why would I still have a drink? Again, I just think it's weird not to drink. It, My it dad is. was an alcoholic. Listen, I would have agreed with you like two months ago, three months ago, right? I would have agreed with you. I just, I, man, I get what you're saying. Trust me. I think it's weird too. And I'm like, I'm that weird guy now. But it's like, <laughs> I'm that fucking weird guy now. But I, you got to understand, like, I didn't have it. I don't have a fucking choice, dude. And like a lot of people say, well, don't you have self-discipline? I'm like, bitch, this is self-discipline what I'm doing. You don't think I feel like going out and getting fucking hammered and having fun and forgetting everything? But you know, do you, but do you ever, not a good, it's just. If I ever went full blown, not, dr- not drinking. Right. Because I may. If yeah. I get, if I, if I ever get fucked up one more time, I'm going to. And here's why. I believe I've already made a decision to never get fucked up again. Yeah. And, and that's what uh, I didn't okay. like. Yeah, I hate myself for doing it. Yeah, but you'll never see me fucked up again. Now, if you ever see me fucked up again, well, then I don't have the control I think I do, which means now I got to just right. do abstinence. So when was the last time you were fucked up? The last time was, like I said, two, three months ago. It's been, I don't know, two, three months, maybe four months now. Where I fucking, you yeah, know, yeah, I didn't yeah. do anything bad. I just told my friends to fuck off and disrespected my buddy's wife yeah, and my see, wife and drove why, home why and could have went to jail. Like just yeah. dumb shit. See, I did go to jail and that sucks. Yeah. Well, again, I had, I've, I've had a total of four DUIs. Now that this is a long You've time had ago. Four. Yeah. But Damn. this was a long time ago. Dude, when I got DUIs, it wasn't that big of a deal. Back in those, yeah. Back in those days. Yeah. Back, <laughs> back in the old days. But I, but I remember getting one DUI. It was my fourth one, by the way. I was so fucked up. I'm driving down the strip with one eye. Ugh. And I'm, I, I was thankful I got fucking pulled over and taken to jail. I probably would have ran people over. Dude, dude, see, that scares the shit No, out dude, of I got head. lucky as fuck. And I'm smart enough to realize, dude, you got lucky. I'm not, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I can handle it. No, no, no. Dude, I'm glad I got fucking taken to jail that night. I would have fucking crashed into somebody. Oof. But that was the last time I ever like got a DUI, but it wasn't the last time I drove drunk. Yeah, see? Bro, you can drive buzz and get caught and you're done. Dude. You, know? you hey. hit somebody buzz and you're... F- and, and realistically, dude, I, I technically I've had five because one time I was drunk, but they let me go. Yeah. And another time I was drunk. So I probably had 10, but I didn't get charged. 
I've gotten pulled over drunk a number of times and I've gotten lucky a lot of times, but but four times I got busted. And the and the fourth one I was supposed to do one year minimum in prison. Maybe it was the third one. I don't even remember. So this was damn, way, way dude, back. Why don't you quit? <laughs> well well I did. I quit driving drunk. You quit driving. Yeah, but see, okay. Well not now now with I'm Uber, just saying like that yeah, but it creeps up on you, man. Like it's just just yeah, it's not, one fucking bad decision. True. Bro. But true. it could be anything. I mean, you could be in the bar, something goes wrong in the bar. Well, you know? it's call just, me a weirdo, but I believe <laughs> I believe that I that I can have a glass of wine or a beer because again, and listen, you're enti- I a hot I mean, day swig of beer. It fucking's great. I know. I, I don't. I don't just keep drinking the beers. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Like, and I drank intentionally, and and I and now I've agreed I'm not getting fucked up anymore. Right. So if I have a beer or two, I'm done, and I don't care what everyone thinks about me. I'm done, but I can still say. Yeah, give me a beer. Or yeah, 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 yeah. But I, but you know, I haven't had since like vodka soda, which is my drink. I haven't I had love a shot. Vodka soda, man. I haven't had a shot. Why? Because why drink a shot? They don't taste good. No. But, See, that's what I would do. I'd go into the bar and I'd get two shots right off the bat. Then, then chill with a beer for about a good hour. Then do another shot just to stay going. And then I would turn it up around eleven thirty, twelve midnight, and it'd be game on. Now, for all the alcoholics listening, and the, and the and the. <laughs> People saying, you know, this fucking, you know, Brad. Hey, I'm saying my advice would be don't drink, period. Even if you've never been yeah. a problem. Like, you shouldn't drink, period. And and if I find myself fucked up one more time. You'll quit. I'm not drinking at all because it's it's telling, it's telling so there, me. You're almost there. So just I'm one more time there. you're getting fucked up, you're quitting. One more time I will okay. fucking join you. All right. all right, dude. Guaranteed. Because, dude, that means one thing. I don't have control. control. Yeah. And if you don't have control, dude, the best thing to do is to stop. I just think I do. And we'll see. Because if I never get drunk a fucking again, well, then I was right. Right. But yeah. I, th- I think I do. Mm. But but maybe I'm wrong. But but I've never been an alcoholic. Like, again, when I, when I drank, I fucking drank to get drunk. Yeah. The goal was to, to get, get hammered. get hammered as you can. Yeah, yeah. period. And, I, and so you would have thought, like... When it, with what happened to me getting my neck slit open, that I would have stopped there, you know? No. So 2011 was a crazy year for me. So 2011, I flatlined twice. And 2000 what? 2011 is when I is when I got stabbed in the throat or slit. My throat slit open with a fucking everything just poured out of me. That was in December, but February that that year, uh, February that the month of, of that year, I um I overdosed. On Adderall, beer, painkillers, and GHB all together mixed together. And I f- passed out in the club and I turned blue and I started going into cardiac arrest. And the bouncer saw me. For, and I don't remember any of this. Someone had to tell me that this all happened. That They, they wanted me out of the club because they didn't want that liability. You know, I was a liability in there. And they took me and threw me in the back alley, dude. And they dropped me like three or four times on the way out and just threw me in the back. And this girl that was an RN that just happened to be off that night went and grabbed my friends and said, your friend's dying. And if you don't get him, I'm going to put it on you guys. She goes, he needs, he's out in the alley right now dying. So she got two of my friends. They picked me up and they put me in the back of the truck. And they thought I already died in the truck because my pulse was so low they couldn't even feel it. And they got me to the hospital. And the paramedics, they said, ran out. They saw me. They were trying to pull me out. And the paramedics all ran out. And... um that they started doing CPR on me and, and they brought me in to the hospital and and of course I don't remember any of this and then I wake up all I do remember is waking up 
and they're like, oh, we got him back, we got him back, and they're like, some blue light was flashing on and off, and um, the nurses and, and doctors were all standing over me, and I was like, what the hell just happened? I'm looking around, they're asking me what my name is, um, and all I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh shit, I lost, I got knocked out in a fight, that's what I thought, that's what was more scary to me. And they're like, you know, you, you overdosed and this and that. You, we tested your blood, blah, blah, blah. And they're telling me all this information that I couldn't really comprehend at the time. And then the doctor's like, man, like, what the hell were you doing? And I just looked at him. And at that point in my life, I was such in a bad place. I don't know why. I just looked at him and I said, you know what, man? Like, why didn't you just let me go? Like, why did you even save me? And then his eyes got really wide and he was like, okay. And he walked off and I saw him talk to some people. And they brought in Suicide Watch because they thought I tried to kill myself. And they brought in like um, these, this nurse that was just there right, reading the Bible the whole time and talking to me and, and stuff like that. And you would have thought that year, right? You would have thought 2011 would have been the year that I quit drinking. But no, I kept going. And and uh, so for me, dude, I've gotten a lot of hall passes. Like seriously. Me too. Major hall passes. And I just, I can't keep uh, slapping God in the face like that, dude. Like after I've been, mm. after I have not died. <laughs> there we go you know so to me it's like um i've gotten so many chances and and what how would that be the right thing to do to just be keep doing it like an asshole you know what i mean yeah. like it's just wrong so i i i decided to that uh that's it man i gotta listen now and it just took that long it took that well long. at least you got there yeah some people don't yeah. Like, look at me again. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, give me one more. <laughs> and my sister died from alcoholism, you know? So she passed away from that. And I saw that's a shitty death, bro. Well, my dad was somewhat of a, what I consider an alcoholic is someone that has to drink. Right. That's why I say I'm not an alcoholic. Now, some people will argue with me. You know, oh, you, you, you are if this and that. To me, it's like, if you don't have to have alcohol. You've got you're that not... crazy personality, though, dude. So I can imagine when you add alcohol, it's like, boom. Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely. Uh, uh... <laughs> you're fucking nutty, I can tell. But, dude, when it, when it comes to, like, I know people. There's a guy that works here named, um, I won't even use his name. But there's a guy that works here that he says he's an alcoholic. And yeah. I say, well, how long? He says, you know, it's been six years. And I'm like, well, then, dude, you're no longer an alcoholic. He says, yeah, I am. We, we, I will be for life. Now, again, I get that mindset, but no, you're not, bro. Not yeah. in my book. Why? Because yeah. if you can say if no, you you're quit. not an alcoholic. Yeah, I agree. See, I, I don't believe I'm an alcoholic. I think my problem is I like to have fun and binge drink, and you add women and all that into the equation, I'm going to have a good time. Fuck you all. I'm having a good time. Like, that's it, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's on. You know, you can't, I, you can't have a good time without alcohol? I Dude, I've gone to the bars, right? Just without not the same? It. I tested myself. I did. I tested myself. And I didn't drink, dude. I was out of there by midnight. It was so fucking boring. Not only, like, not only that, when I'm not drinking, all the fucking drunks annoy, oh, annoy irritating, me dude. to they're death. Irritating, God, especially when you're like my friends are. Come on, puto, drink, and they're hitting me like, come on, you know. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. No, come on, you're a pussy. Drink. I'm like, Jesus, dude, I'm fucking out of here, and I just walk off. I can't take it. Yeah, it's just annoying. It's if annoying. I'm, if I'm not drinking, dude. I yeah. can't hang around drunks. No, it's horrible. I got to be drunk and to then hang you realize, around drunks. You realize how you looked? <laughs> well, when you were saying that, uh, there was one time I saw a picture of me. And dude, I was fucking cross-eyed drunk. Yeah. Like I was looking at the camera thinking I was fucking being Mr. GQ. Yeah. And my fucking eyes <laughs> and my eyes were crossed. Yeah, bro. I know. And, you, and, and you could see, I remember the picture. 
too. Yeah. Like, like I was trying to be cool. Like, look at all. Vogue, yeah, yeah. Vogue. You look like shit, dude. I was cross-eyed. Yeah. I go, babe. I was fucking cross-eyed. She goes, she goes, yeah. She goes, I hate when you get that way. And I'm like, are you fucking? What do you mean you hate when I get that way? Like that happens a lot. She goes. Yeah, like almost every other time we go drinking. Damn. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I, and, and I'm functioning and I'm happy and everybody's happy. And then sometimes I'm not happy. Yeah. And dude, I never know which ones it's going to be. That's how my dad was. I, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's I, why I backed off it. Well, I probably should follow your lead and just fucking stop. Dude, that's that's on you, man. Everyone's on their own journey, dude. I that's just, why I, I just... I got one more in me. me. I got, well, I got I one more. I don't think you've been stabbed in the throat and overdosed no. okay so no I'm but but there. but but hopefully i didn't stab anyone see i'm not worried about what happens to me i'm more worried about what i would do to somebody else like when i was driving dude i could have fucking killed somebody i wouldn't wouldn't have worried about if i got killed yeah you know you get of killed course, you wouldn't yeah. worry about it yeah. you're dead but it's living of, with that guilt yeah and dude. being in a cell yeah so i think i think i think my decision to not get fucked up anymore was suffice but we'll see we'll see but dude i commend you on your decision you. and anyone who's out there right now listening to this i would recommend you don't drink like don't be like well you know if brad can do it i can do it no no don't no, no i'm i'm a rare fucking bird like like one time i was smoking crack people Damn. people say dude how do you admit that? <laughs> Fuck, it's just, it's, it's just crack. But one time I was smoking crack, dude, and and like, it where was, the fuck were you smoking crack, dude? I was smoking in crack. I was smoking crack down in California. <laughs> I, I had this apartment, and this dude that lived right across the street from where my apartment was. It was it was like my street was the end of the the niceness. Yeah, there was. I mean, not nice, nice, but apartments, nice and apartments. It's ghetto. Okay. Right across the street. This was in, I think, Duarte, California. Or no, not Duarte. Um, close to Duarte. Okay. Some dude named Kalo. Okay. <laughs> he, he used to say, my name's Kalo. Westside, low end, do rock, crip. You know, we don't die, we multiply. Yeah. You know, so, I, so I'd be like, what's up, Kalo? And then he kept giving me rock. I'm like, well, fuck, dude, I'll smoke it. <laughs> first, first, first couple times I smoked it, dude, it didn't do anything. And then yeah. the third time. Boom, huh? Sprung like a motherfucking chicken, dude. I spent 72 hours smoking rock and trying to get more of it. Damn. And then the third day, I woke up trying to get more. I didn't wake up. Damn, so you got hooked like that. Oh, I got fucking hooked for three days, though. And then the third day, when I was fucking... Holy smoke! When I was looking at like little specks that scraped off my the ceiling, yeah, like the ceiling popcorn, yeah, I thought yeah. that was rock. I was smoking glaze from That's glazed donuts. Fucking crazy, bro! I was putting glaze in there. Going, is that another one? So you were a crackhead for three. I days. I was a crackhead. For, you were a crack for, legit, legit for three days, dude. That's insane. And, and and I and I fucking and I fucking said, oh my god, I can't do this. No hell. So no. so I fucking moved, quit my job, moved. Because you knew Kayla was just down the street. I moved. Never touched Dude, it again. Dude, it had that much of a pull on you. And never well, touched it. Well, then there you go. But that's my thing. I'm rare. Crack, alcohol, I mean, shit. Dude, I'm For just, me, alcohol was fucking like crack. I'm just rare in the fact that like, when I think of something that I want to do, I'll do it. Yeah. And so when I said I'm not getting fucked up anymore, I think that will solve my problem with drinking. It, it's not a problem for me to crack open a beer and guzzle for a half a beer because that's the best taste in the yeah, beer. Yeah, I, I agree with you, dude. I yeah. miss it. So hot day, just bam, yeah, one one drink best. and put it down. I can do that. One glass of wine during during uh, uh, dinner, I can do that. Yeah. 
We'll see. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying, though. I can do that too, dude. No, you can't. Yes, I can. I've done it before. I'm just saying it led to me getting <laughs> fucked up. Like, see, I'm going to turn like, you back no, into no, no, an No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It led like a month later to me going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go out and get hammered one time. Because I was a consistent. I knew I could control it. I felt like I had it under control. So I was going to dinner having two glasses of wine. That was it. And I have a beer here and there. But then one night I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go just get hammered. Then it started again. I just, because I felt like, well, I could control it. Dude, I just, it's just for me, man. I just, no. Dude, Dude it's the right decision. Yeah. And by the way, don't let some fucking idiot like me <laughs> get people convinced that, man, maybe they should try one more drink. Because again, right. I've, I've talked to people that have been sober for however long. And I'm like, dude, you can't just have one fucking beer. And, crazy, and, and people are like, dude, quit talking him into it. I'm like, what, dude? I'm just asking. Like one and beer. And I get it, man. Totally, bro. Because I'm on your same wavelength with that, bro. Because I used to think it was weird as fuck when people didn't drink. I was like, okay, dude, you're fucking, yeah, you're outer space. But it, to me, I see it now. It's more about me breaking the pattern and I'd feel bad about it. What if you don't just, what if you just don't tell anybody? Now, if I, if I ever go no, full. because it's me that I have to. I know, but if I ever go full blown, you'll never hear me say, this is just me. I've been sober for X amount of time. I don't give a fuck about that. I will never say that, and I will never say I don't I don't drink. When someone says, you want a cocktail? Nah, not right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, have a drink. Nah, I, I got to well, yeah, I'm on a diet. Like, you don't want to sound too extreme. I just would never, yeah, yeah, I would it, never because say. Because that also, you're right, though. It does sound weird. That's, I am that's, publicly talking about it. But that's the part that makes yeah. people go, oh, he's got a problem. Exactly. I think that's why I find myself not willing to say it because I'll think that's some sort of weakness. When yeah, in reality, yeah. it's actually a strength. It's a strength all Fuck the way, yeah, dude. It it's a fucking strength. Dude. And plus, when I'm able to go to a bar and like literally, like I'll have water and I'll just be standing there and I only leave because I just, I can't take the obnoxious drunks anymore. And at that point, what good comes out of it anyway? Nothing. Nothing, dude. Like they say, nothing good happens after fucking one in the morning, 12 midnight. It's just done. True. And so I just roll out and I, I just, I, I'll be out, I'll get some numbers and then later, you know what I mean? I did my little picking and I'm out. Well, at the end of the day, dude, the best decision is the one you've made. Yeah. No matter how glamorous somebody makes it sound, the best decision is to not drink. So if anyone's listening to this, whether they've been sober, planning on getting sober, if you're looking for my opinion, the answer is fucking do not drink one dime of alcohol. Period. For any reason. There's no good reason. Celebratory, none of it. Yeah. I would I would follow that advice if I could. Now, you came on, really, I wanted to talk to you about, number one, the fight game. Number yeah. two, the main thing was the fucking Hollywood pedophile. Mm-hmm. Because I've been watching these QAnon things. Mm-hmm. You've been watching. Yeah, actually, I just got involved in that in the last since I made that video. I've been hit up by a ton of them. Well, that's because, dude, they're they're basically Q. Have you even watched all the videos? I'm starting to. I'm starting to get familiar with it, and they're telling me about this and this hint, and they drop this and that, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I I, I never even paid attention to it much, but a lot of people live on this, live and breathe this shit, and and I don't like anything that's too cultish, right? So to me, I was like, kind of keeping an arm's length uh, from it because I don't know too much about it yet. But I understand how the Q drops work and there's supposedly someone on the inside with Trump that are releasing these Q drops. A lot of people think it's JFK Jr. And there's all these speculations, but I'm just like, dude. And they've been pretty fucking accurate. That's what's scary about this. What's also is compelling. Yeah. Their evidence is fucking compelling. Right. If anyone hasn't, 
saw these like out of the shadows that's a documentary right. or film looking thing there's a bunch of them coming out but the main one that i saw i would tell you to go to fall cabal on oh, youtube yeah i've seen that there's that's 10 good. parts like yeah. the evidence and then i stopped it and i went and looked like that pizza gate mm-hmm. i'm like i heard about this but I never really listened to what it was about and then when you go listen to what it's about it's like, damn, dude, that shit's compelling. And and the reason in the video that I said that right now we're living in this spiritual awakening, and the reason I said that is because of this. It's obvious. This is like a global reset, what's happening right now. So there's two agendas at play, right? You got your globalist agenda, and you got your Trump agenda. They're fighting each other right now. It's a big tug of war. You know, so... What's the globalist's agenda? Basically, break, bring us to our knees, bring in the vaccine, track everybody, uh, control, and, and like a prison planet type thing. Like, actually, I, even like, and I hate to bring his name up because everyone discredits him, but to me, he has some credit. Is Alex Jones? You know, he's had his pulse, his fingers on the pulse for a while, but yeah, I think he's gotten a little off the unhinged and gotten a little crazy. But, but uh, you know, I believe that's a it's a true agenda. And like, listen, the the chess moves they were making was Hillary was next, right? And she was going to rush in all of this socialism. They made it sound through cultural Marxism that this was the greatest idea to be socialist and bring it in. And everyone's, you know, I'm, I've met people that are come from families of millions of dollars. Like, I'm socialist. I'm like, yeah, sure you are. You know, like these kids that are like trust fund kids and stuff. They think socialism is the greatest idea. That's what they were doing. They were gearing for that. And Trump basically upset the apple cart. And so here we are now in the middle of this quarantine and everyone all of a sudden is paying attention to what's going on. And that's what's happening right now. And that's why I called it a spiritual awakening because you don't have basketball. You don't have football. You don't have all these other sports that were distracting people. So so often every night, you know, you'd come home and turn on the game. Now people are like, holy shit, my life is affected. Now I got to pay attention to what the fuck is going on. And they're paying attention now. They're looking into this shit. And that's why I think that video I made struck a nerve because now people are like, what What the hell is going on here? And when I put out that video, they're like, let's look into this. They, now people are researching, looking into things they never looked into before because they have the time. And the evidence is there. Right, and the evidence is there. So now they're not watching the game and doing that. They're actually paying attention to what really matters in their life, and it's this. Because this is what's going to dictate the rest of our lives, our kids' lives, our grandkids' lives, and so on and so forth, is this. So now we're here, and we're in it. Child trafficking, how big of a business do you think it it's is? It's a currency, dude. It's it's getting huge. It's it's surpassing cocaine and heroin. Um, there's a movie coming out called The Sound of Freedom, okay? Jim Caviezel plays uh, Tim Ballard, okay? Tim Ballard actually goes into the tunnels and rescues kids, rescues the kids from cartels and trafficking, okay? In that movie, they, they talk about it a lot, and, and I, I hope everyone watches it when it comes out. It's coming out pretty soon. I don't know what what avenue they're using. What's it called? The Sound of Freedom. With It's about Tim Ballard. Jim Caviezel plays him. The guy that played... Uh, Jim is the guy that played... Uh, Jesus. Jesus on The Passion of Christ. Yeah, he's right. a good actor. Great, great guy. And um, You know him? Do you get to know all these yes, Hollywood celebs? Jim's a, like a brother to me. But when you were out there boxing, you know, in the world, everybody wanted to hang out with the cool boxers. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Athletes hang out with actors. Actors hang out with athletes. They, they want to just intermix and be each other. Yeah, but, like, but the, it, the athletes want to somehow get in the movie business, and the the people don't want to give up their movie business, but they admire the athletes, right? So it's kind of but 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 that's how you're privy to some of these conversations. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like you say, especially you fighters, man. But you say you won't give up your source, like. How does the source know? Because he's an A-list, dude. He's, he's up there. He's he's an A-lister. Yeah. 
Well, see, we're narrowing it down. Yeah, I know you are, but I'm not so he's a celebrity. So, so he's an A-list celebrity. Yeah, A-lister. There ain't that many of them. <laughs> Does his name rhyme with something? No. no, I can't do that. Either. Well, I wouldn't do it to him because he's not part of it. Right, right. He's not. But no, but he is aware guy. of it and, and completely aware of it. Yeah. And is it just is it just perversion type stuff? And when I say just, by the way, I don't want a bunch of hate. Okay, from first this. of all, I'm not claiming to be an expert at this. I just no, know I know, it but goes, yeah. but when I just said just perversion, yeah. I could hear the hate talking about what do you mean just? Listen, zero yeah. tolerance when it comes to it, when it, when it, when it, when I'm talking about fucking child right, hurting right. abuse of any kind, pain, sex, adrenal it's, chrome. I'm not talking about the the, the Luciferian type shit right. though. I'm talking about just wrongfully having sexual relations with a fucking child mm-hmm. okay is Sick. that what it is or is it seriously no, I think it goes, murdering it goes children fucking way beyond that dude what and did your friend say it's demonic let's just think of the worst evil you can dude that's all i can say i don't want to get into details it's but like you disturbing. said you said earlier that they were you know there's thousands of kids underneath the tunnels getting yeah, they, getting getting and, sent and over listen, here and that's what they're intercepting they're going down there and rescuing a lot of kids and that's what i heard and I think people should understand that these type of operations have incredible detail to them, and they're very strategic. I'm not privy to know exactly how they're doing it. I just know it's happening, and that's all I know. And I just gave it out to the public, like, here, that's what I know. Hope you feel better, because I hope people do feel better knowing that, so that they don't think that everything is just shit, that the bad guys always win. No, the good guys are actually trying to do something here, and I want people to know that. Well, what if there's a good guy listening and they want to help? Is there a way to help? I don't know. I don't even know how I would help. The only thing I did was put out that video, dude. I mean, honestly, I wish I did know how to help. Well, I would help if someone told me, hey, here's the tunnel. We're going in there with guns, and we're going to rescue these kids. I'd go. I'd volunteer. I'm with you on that. But see, I don't know that. And so I've gotten, literally, dude, since that video, thousands of emails of people telling me their fucking stories. That they were abused? Yes. And like, shit, I know what you're talking about. I was involved in witchcraft, and then my parents did this to me and that. And I'm like, holy shit. Bro, I don't even answer because I don't... What do I say? I'm not a professional. I don't know what... You know what I mean? This is too much for me. And the fact that I got bombarded... Dude, I got 5,000 unread messages in my email. Like, from these people. Like, and I I go through here and there. I'm sure I'm missing some important stuff, but I just don't even know how to respond. You should charge them all 199 <laughs> Send them your way, bro. Yeah. No, I, would, I wouldn't do that. I, I, I feel bad, dude. I got to yeah. read them all. I'd have to read them all and try to help I, them all. I just don't even know where to begin. It's like, I, I don't know what to do. And I, you know, I just tell people, listen, I've dealt with my demons, you know, depression, anxiety, PTSD. I've gotten PTSD bad. I have it bad still. And how I deal with that. And I just turn my life to God, you know, and, and, and that's all I can say. And I'm like, just, it's been really weird, man, because before I quit drinking, it, I had an intuitive feeling that something was coming and I couldn't pinpoint what it was, but I felt it looming. Like something was coming and I had to stop drinking. I had to, cause something important was coming and sure shit, this quarantine hit. And then my dad had a major, major heart surgery. He's 85. So, and he's very close. He's like my best friend. So the fact that that hit, could you imagine if I was drinking during that time? Dude, I had to like completely take over the family, my mom, my sister, everybody, and help with everything and actually be a pillar of strength for everybody because I'm the only you know, male child. And I had to take over everything. My dad had to have a heart valve replacement and a 
pacemaker put in and he was in the hospital with no one to see him because of the quarantine they weren't letting anybody in for the coronavirus so we weren't even able to to visit him so i couldn't imagine if i would have been drinking during that time you know what i mean there's the whole family would have fallen apart i had to stay strong for everybody and so that's when drink, it's not drinking for me was the biggest thing I ever did in my life because I kept everything together and God had mercy on my family and we, we had my father for a little bit longer, however long that is, I don't know. But at least I have him a little longer. And I owe God now. Like to me, it's like, all right, you know, I, I'm not going to fuck up anymore. I, I, I'm i sure I will, but a bunch of times and other things, but I at least got to try to say the course on this, man. So, so. When you Google your name now, obviously that comes up, and then yeah. and, and then I saw an article that said, "Oh, you were doing coke, yeah, on that day." Because I do that a lot. Yeah, but hell, coke is a hell of a drug. Have I done coke? Yes, I have. But, but the thing is, is like, why do they try to discredit everybody who says anything? I don't know, man. I mean, that's just just this is the way, that's the nature of the beast. For me, um, I've been hit in the head for twenty years, right? So it's like I got all kinds of nasal problems, and I'm always. You know, sniffling and, you know, my cheeks hurt, my fucking jaw hurts. I get, just depending on the weather, you know, my nose is always congested. It's, it's, uh, I snore like a freight train. You know what I mean? It's just bad, man. It's just being punched in the face by thoroughbreds for fucking 20 years will do that to you. You know, absolutely. These guys don't, these guys can crack. So, so what about f- what rhymes with jive free? Jive free. Yeah, what rhymes with jive free? Why? Five G. No, no, no. Five jive free. <laughs> Listen, I've had several people tell me that those words will get your shit shut down. Yeah, like that. Sensing everybody with that. Yeah, the number and the letter mm-hmm. that rhymes with jive free. Right. As long as you don't say them, your videos will stay up. And, okay. And, and, and good to know because I was well, about to do a video on one. Well, again, Butar, I interviewed him, and he said it would do it. And I said, don't say the word, just say jive free. I said people will know what jive free is. Wow. But all this audio recognition, or, or you know, yeah. whatever the algorithms, they're, they're, they're listening. Detected, they're listening yeah. for that. Yeah, and they so, shut you down. You're right. In a in a fucking heartbeat, dude. Bro. That's what he said. And by yeah. the way, he keeps getting deleted. And he texted me the other day, can't believe the shit's not been deleted. It's like approaching a million views. Wow. And guess what? It's not getting deleted. Maybe because we didn't say those words. But yeah. but what about that? I See, I've heard, and I think a lot of evidence points to it, that it is... It, 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 what is it? Ionized radiation is what they're saying it does. It like radiates the oxygen and and, and it hurts people res- their respiratory systems, right? So when they started rolling this out in Wuhan and all that, that's the first place that was hit. And then obviously New York, California, how it rolled out, and then they're putting it all over the country. I think people should look into that more. I'm not an expert on that, but I am starting to look into it more because I'm now I'm curious. I'm saying there's too many coincidences with this, and that just doesn't add up mathematically. So to me, there's something to this. So I think people need to look into this, you know, jive free and and see <laughs> and see what's up because bro, it's something's up here. And I heard uh, Robert Kennedy put a video out on it recently, and he's talking about Bill Gates being behind both the fucking, you know, the jive free and the vaccine. So of course that guy's gonna profit on both ends. And but I'm doesn't see- he have enough money, dude? Nah, but when you're when you're that type of guy, he's dude. He was probably picked on his whole life and beat up and shit and fucking. Now he's like, ah, my revenge is to own the world, you know, like some crazy shit going on in his head. Who knows? I just know, like the guy. Yeah, but when you're that rich, what else do you want? You always want more. You want power. You want control, right? 
that's the way I see it. And and um, I think people really do need to look into this because, dude, there are people convinced that this is the shit that's doing it, that's making people sick. And there's a lot of substantial well, evidence well, pointing to this. Well, how there's come a lot Bill of credible Gates, people coming out saying it. It's, yeah, it's but that. how come how come Bill Gates ain't getting sick? Who knows, man? I don't, you know. But at the end of the day, you would think like that. You know, you don't want to set a bomb he off in your own house. Probably lives out on his yacht in the fucking ocean and navigates the way he does. And I, who knows? I don't know. It it just I don't know about this that. shit. All I don't know about that jive free. I, I think there's enough evidence pointing to it, dude. I well, think people should at least not dismiss it. Let's you, put it that way. Did you see that that video where the birds were were oh rip, on the rip, tower? Yeah, and they like couldn't fly. No, they were ripping the the, the cords off. They really, were, they were they were they were like fighting with these cords. Holy shit! Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. It's they're like, like pigeons or something. Yeah. They're up there like pulling the cord. Yeah, yeah it's like that's... crazy. Like why would pigeons be just ripping this tower apart unless they knew something? They, animals know stuff. Yeah, they know when earthquakes are yeah. happening. And I remember one of my friends that he lived out on a ranch, and whenever the birds would fly low, it meant a storm was coming. That's what he would tell me. Like the birds are flying low. There's there's a storm coming. And it would come like a day later. It was crazy. So yeah, they know something. That shit's that can't be good for you, man. Can't it be. can't. It has to be doing something. Like, come on, use common sense. It's like radiation. Okay, so let's spend a little more time. Only because, listen, folks, I, I feel helpless when it comes to little kids. But that's my big passion. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah, everybody I, should be that way. If I could help the kids. Like, again, some adults getting sexually abused, again, they're adults. Like, mm-hmm. stop it. You know, don't allow it. You know, there's there's adult sex trafficking, too. And I oh, feel yeah. bad about and those. And the women, yeah. A lot it, of women. And I'd feel bad. And if they can't get away, I'd help them, too. Don't get me wrong. But kids, for some reason, yeah. I, I really feel bad for because they're just defenseless. Yeah. So, in Hollywood. Kids, animals, and elderly, to me, are like. But, but in Hollywood, there's elite pedophile rings. Now, the elite would be as... If you go watch some of these conspiracy theory videos and Google it, it's easy to see. They're saying it's Tom Hanks. Mm. They're saying it's Charlie Sheen. They're saying it's Ben Affleck. They're saying it's Oprah Winfrey. They're saying it's freaking, you know, all these people that you just, that's like, no, not them. Ellen DeGeneres. It's like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. And they've all been on that, that jet to the, to the. To Epstein's Island. Yeah, now. Epstein's so Hump Island or whatever they call it. Once again, people can look into this for themselves and make their own conclusions. I'm not going to name any names, dude, because I just can't do it. Do you know some? Personally, no. But you, I hope not. But, but someone said, like, this person's a perv. Oh, yeah. I've now, are they talking about pervent or were they talking about killing? Because, again, if this A-list actor knows, why don't they say something? Why don't they set up a sting? Like you everyone can't get away with family. killing. Everyone people. has their careers and families to worry about, dude. And they don't want to jeopardize their family. They have kids too, you know. And they're worried they, about retribution. They don't want their kids something happening to their kids or their family. I mean, I understand that. But they don't just come snatch your kid, aren't they? Taking kids, no one misses. No, I, I think it's the, I think uh, it's this is a huge problem, bro. Like around the country, and yeah, the, I think the kids from the third world countries come without birth certificates because so they're easily disposed. But no, I don't think any kid, I don't think the American kids are just, you know, hands off those kids. No, I think fucking anything goes with these people, man. Like, I don't know their mentality, you know, and, and no, personally, I do not know any, I hope not, I don't know any personally, okay? If you did, would you pop I'd kick them? the fuck out of them, dude. I would take them down in my fucking basement and torture the shit out of them and kill them. That's what I think. I'm when- crazy as shit like that, dude. That's, there's no, there's no, there's no excuse for a human being to touch, to hurt defenseless animals. Elderly, women, and children. 
Period. Now, a woman could push you, piss you off to the point where you want to. You can't do it. And But kids? Come on, man. Like, come on. How weak do you have to be to do that? Like, how weak of a person do you have to have find, where you find enjoyment hurting a child? Like, that is just... And I can't imagine. See, let me tell you a story. Can I tell you a story real quick? Yeah. I was about eight years old, seven or eight years old, and I was riding my bike in the cul-de-sac when we first moved in El Paso to a new house. And I was riding my bike. I remember the bike. It was a Huffy bicycle, and I was cruising down the street, and I was having fun, and I was by myself. And I saw this brown van with a Mexican plate on it, a Chihuahua plate, meaning it was from Juarez, speeding down my, my street. And the guy looked at me. He had sunglasses on and mustache, and he was staring at me. And he slowly... He, he braked and he just started creeping up on me. And I was like, and I stopped my bike and I was just looking at him like, what's this guy doing? He comes and then he cuts off the street with the van. And then he looks at me and he gets out of his, out of his, uh, you know, out of the door, comes around the van, starts talking to me. I'm like, oh, it's okay. And I start riding my bike. Like, I didn't know what he said. I just, just said, fuck, danger, stranger danger. So I started to go around the side of his van. Well, the guy started like jogging a little bit and trying to catch up to me. Next you know, he, he just grabs me off my bike. But I'm holding onto the handlebars of the bike, and he opens the side door of the van. And when he's opening the side door of the van, he tries to readjust, and he drops me for a second to pick up me to get me off the bike. And when he did that, I left my bike, and I hauled ass as fast as I could. And I remember the terror that I was in as a kid going through that. And I ran to my um, the ho- two houses down from my parents' house. I ran to their front door and started banging on the door frantically and ringing the doorbell. He gets in his van, hauls ass to that house where I was at, and he's thinking about getting out and doing something. But then the lady opens, and he just takes off. And so I was almost kidnapped, right? And I remember the fear and terror I had in that situation. And I never forgot it. Like, it was so traumatizing. I can't imagine kids who actually get abducted and thrown in that van and taken somewhere to be assaulted and molested and tortured. Dude, that is, there is no worse hell those people need to be in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than that. So for me making a little video about what I know is going on, I did my part, man. You know what I mean? Now, if people want me to start naming names, I'm not going to because I have my welfare to think of. And and I don't know these people personally, but I put it out there. The information's out there. Go look for yourself, right? I didn't expect this video to go viral at all. So... People need to lay the fuck off because I'm not that guy. I'm not the fucking saint. I'm not. I'm nobody to look up to. I'm not a role model. Nobody. Everyone knows I have my own de- demons. I'm fighting right now with quitting alcohol and all the shit I'm doing. So there's no. There's no. There's nothing in this for me, dude. You know what I mean? So I just feel like I did my part. I, I lit the flame. The fire took off, and and that's it. People can look at now. We fucking know what's happening, right? Now we know. Now they can research and dig deeper if they want to. But it's up to them, not up to me. Hmm. Folks, you heard it. Listen, he's just basically letting you know that shit's real. He 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 knows people that knows people, and they're telling you point blank. And not only that, if you Google it, Mel Gibson says it, Elijah Wood says it, Corey, what's his name, says it. The other Corey, the two Corys back in the day, yeah. they 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 said they were passed around at Hollywood parties like a freaking, you know, two dollar yeah. hooker. Yeah. So 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 um uh several kids make claims. Harvey Weinstein. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, like that guy, you think he got killed? I'm hearing that also that Harvey Weinstein's singing like a canary. Right. Well, yeah, again, yeah. you know, if you listen to the QAnon, which again, if, if I were going to advise anyone on this podcast, anything, because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, what can I tell them to do? 
Because like we're talking about some major shit here. Yeah, and it's hard to just but remain helpless. But there's know? nothing like, we can do. I know. It's like, like, you know, hey, uh, go tell your local police. Motherfuckers, I guarantee you they, they've heard the same stories. Yeah. And you, you end up, you know, laughed at, discredited. Because, dude, if it's the ruling elite doing it. Right. They'll make sure you look like a jackass. Well, not only that, but it ain't going to matter. They know judges. No, they know. know people. And not All only connected. that, ultimately, they, they make you look like a freaking nutcase. And people were asking me, like, well, aren't you scared about your career and this and that? I'm like, what fucking career, dude? I'm like, I'm done boxing. Like, I'm not boxing anymore. I'm not making Hollywood movies. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, but, but Hollywood would kick people out. Like, again, yeah, I always wonder, done. whatever happened to so-and-so? Whatever happened to so-and-so? Maybe they thought something. Yeah. But, dude, yeah. how is, like, Katy Perry? She's another one that they name. Yeah. Like, nice Katy Perry. Right. I Rihanna. Think they have so, I think they have such a major influence, right? Now, this is just what I think. I think they have such a major influence. I mean, if you look at their followings in the millions, right? So they're like this brand that can control the minds of people. That's basically what they use for. They got to make sure, so they probably have handlers, right, that control them like, hey, no, 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 no. You're going to go with our fucking agenda. You're not going to be doing any of this horse shit where you think you're going to be this or that. You're not going to start talking about peace and love. You're going to do what we tell you to do. And that's that. And you're going to preach what we tell you to preach. And those are what you would call like the handlers. Kanye West talked about it, remember? On his uh, on, in stage on stage when he did that one concert, he started coming out. So fucking people thought he lost his mind. Dude is legit. I love Kanye now. I used to, I couldn't stand that guy back in the day. Now I'm all on board with that guy. I think that guy is trying to break free. And I think like well now he's singing gospel music. I think that guy has balls, man. And I that's a real hero right there. So it's like Tim Ballard, Kanye West, people that are like breaking the mold and like doing something di- different. Those are the guys that deserve all the all the credit. All I did was just make a fucking video in my backyard and just sh- showing a line on it. Who are yeah. you talking to? Uh, a Facebook Live, like fucking fifty to hundred people, <laughs> you know, like just listening, like friends. And then I would get like you know thousand, two thousand hits, and then all of a sudden, boom, millions. What? And now you're getting blown up. Yeah, and now like everything's changed. Everything has changed. Well, folks, listen. I want to have you back. We'll talk about business one of these days. This is this is technically a business podcast. People are probably thinking, "Damn, dude, what Brad? Buy my book. Conspiracy? <laughs> is your book? Your book is called uh, basically when the, the lights go out. Yeah, when the lights go out from survivor to champion. That's yeah. more of a business. But we should have talked about that. Yeah, that's hey, man. This that's something we. Important. That's something people can apply. Yeah. Um, but but dude, I'm glad you came. I'm glad we had a discussion about it, folks. If I were in your shoes, listening to this, it's not about what you can do. It's about what you can learn. Like Google and seek information. Quit listening to the freaking status quo. You know that's why I was gonna say like when I when I googled it, I'm like I better watch this video again just so I can be clear on it. And and then it says you know oh uh, you were on coke and I'm thinking dude coke doesn't make you lie like even if even you were, if I was on coke I'd be like yes yeah, so what dude I don't care but that's like, people trying to discredit the yeah, story yeah it's just like a big deal but why can't people understand that when you come out against the norm the status quo the elite the rulers and everybody quickly discredits you. It's like maybe, just maybe, some of those people are telling the truth. Absolutely. I mean, look at Michael Jackson. Dude, when I saw Leaving Neverland or whatever that was, I was like, what do those kids have to gain by doing what they're doing? Okay, I guess they could gain some kind of notoriety and they could probably sell some books or whatever, but to come out and shamefully say that you were molested by Michael Jackson and tell in detail how that went – I'm sorry. I, I believe him. I think, like, wow. That's, well, I think and, most people do. Yeah, and even his maid came out 
And, and, uh, and again, it's sad, you know, hey, but Michael was a great musician. Yeah. Hallelujah, dude. He he liked little kids. Yeah, that's just crazy. It, 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 he should have been put in jail. Right. And he was if probably, he did it. And, but see, it's like a, it's like this uh, boomerang thing, boomerang effect. Like he was probably molested too. You probably. Know? Yeah. And he ne- he had no childhood. So he was attracted to that life, to those children. So because he, he was, he was uh, robbed from that. He was void from that life. So obviously that's what attracted to him. That's where his sexual interests were, were children because he never had that. So that's what I think in the psychology of it is. When I first heard that Michael Jackson was a, a pedophile, believe I was one of those people that were like ah fuck they're just trying to get money out of him. He's nah, not Michael. No way. Yeah, because that's that's Fucking feasible. Man I mean, in the mirror. <laughs> but there's there's people like that out there. That, that's yeah. totally believable that they're just uh, yeah. trying to extort money. But not until I saw that documentary, I was like, oh shit, no, this is way too convincing. And then his housekeepers came out and said, now come on, having wine with kids in your bed and then locking the door—that's fucking crazy, you know. And his their parents should be ashamed of themselves. Absolutely, like again, your kid. Oh yeah, go ahead, go in the third. I don't give a shit how famous anybody is. Nobody's listen. My daughter sometimes wants to go and sleep with her uncle. I'm like, fuck you. You ain't sleeping with your uncle. You ain't no. sleeping with your brother. You ain't sleeping with fucking anybody. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Like, dude, like my sister will tell me, hey, will you go check on Tatiana in the bathtub? I'm like, no, that's your kid. You go fucking do that. <laughs> but dude, that's just, it's just, just like, too weird. It is parent. It is yeah. your, it, the parent saying, oh, it's Michael Jackson. Let me let him sleep over. That's insane. By themselves. That's insane. I, my, my, my kids would not be allowed to sleep over at anyone's house. And that goes to show you how, how crazy people are with celebrity worship. You know, like they would let them do anything with that guy because he was worshipped. You yeah. know, these are the these are the modern day demigods. You know what I mean? These yeah, celebrities, but dude. So are so are athletes, though. Yeah. If you walked around like you're like Mike Tyson. One, one time, I was hanging out with old Mike Tyson. I met him through a dude named Shane Warren. Now, Shane Warren is from Australia. He's okay. a cricketer. Well, you think Mike Tyson's famous? Oh, cricket's huge. Well, well, dude. Shane in, in, in Australia is like a freaking Michael Jordan, Mike yeah, Tyson type right. of dude. You're right about that. And so I'm sitting, I'm I'm hanging out with Mike fucking Tyson, dude. And, and uh, to me, dude, when I was yeah. growing up, like Mike Tyson's nothing the, bigger. Dude, there's no was... better boxer no. on earth. People say, you know, Muhammad Ali. I, uh, I think, I, I think, I think I missed him. No, I'm going to tell you right now. And I'll, I saw Mike Tyson for the first time when I was a kid and I was like seventh or eighth grade. And I'll never forget this, bro. He was at the Caesars Palace, and he walked into a clothing store, okay, uh, at the Caesars Palace, like Versace or something like that. And I remember they shut the store just so he could shop. And everyone was looking, and this was probably when his heyday. I think it was just right after he got out of prison, actually. So he was just coming back, and, you know, he had that stigma, that aura around him. He was shopping in the, the Versace store. They shut the store down, and everyone was just looking at him like a fucking caged tiger in a, in, a, in, a, in a zoo and everyone was fascinated with him including Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone was there and some basketball player were all there and they were looking in the window at him and the people weren't even paying attention to them, they were looking at Mike that's when I knew, I was like holy shit dude that's fucking crazy it is crazy, dude. athletes and freaking rock stars and freaking movie stars it's almost like, man, you can have my kid as long as you're paying attention to him. Exactly. Dude, yeah. it's sick. Hey, listen, folks, if you guys are out there and you happen to be you know, wondering, what the fuck was this episode about? <laughs> Where did this go? Yeah, like, like uh, uh, number one, 
when the lights go out from survivor to champion recounts his journey back from the all the trouble you've had yeah, and, and yeah. teaches people what how to how to basically survive to stop playing victim i never even count called myself a victim after i got stabbed in the throat i was in the wrong place in the wrong time but guess why because i was there because i was drinking where can they pick this book up oh uh, it's on amazon it's on now, amazon they can do kindle or order the paperback yeah people are going to be like dude you should have talked about that the whole time because again i'm sitting here trying to think how do i wrap this up what can people do i usually tell people so do this and go yeah, do this yeah. it's pretty crazy but dude if if they're if there's was this the biggest add episode you've ever had <laughs> well it's just it's just like i didn't even know we were going to talk about alcoholism just, yeah i went everywhere well, that's funny but yeah. but but I, I can tell people don't drink yeah like no matter how funny i'm trying to think i am by saying hey what's wrong with you you can't drink that's weird listen don't listen to a fucking dumbass like me or anybody else that tells you drinking's cool because drinking isn't fucking cool no. that's a fact so i would definitely not drink i would definitely um go pick up this book and 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 quite frankly as far as the pedophilia dude i don't know i don't know what to have people do because, I don't know either. I wish because I where's let, these tunnels? Like where's let these, these good people? people in good places do what they got to do? They have the intelligence to do it. There's really, at least as far as I know, I don't. I'm. I feel just as helpless. But and I still made that video, so I feel like I did contributed something. Maybe I know what people can do. Well, Maybe you contribute if you, more if you uh, give them proof. On. How about this? <laughs> How about this? If they feel like they know somebody that's going through this or being molested or something, make a stand against it. You know, um, if you know about a situation that's occurring or if you have understanding about this subject, make a video about it like I did. Put it out there. Put it into people's consciousness. It's there now. So just amplify it. You know, that's yeah. what I think. Maybe that's what they can do. Yeah, folks, because, again, I I don't know where these tunnels are, but, man, you show me a 5-year-old or 10-year-old kid that's fucking getting snatched and abused and killed and, and in any form, you know, I, I would – feel like doing something but, but like and i saw i've done a lot of research on this and i mean there are people that are going out with their weapons mm -hmm. to tunnels in mexico and finding evidence of human trafficking oh bro the evidence is everywhere man human trafficking is real folks and that's another thing with the wall is that a lot of these kids that are coming with their quote unquote parents they're not their parents they're just adults that are that, that use the child to get over and then they, the kid goes into these de detained, these, uh, what are these holding, you know, where the refugees go, I forgot what they're called. And they get sent back out and then they go back into Mexico, get another couple parents and come back over and they just keep getting recycled. And nobody really knows even what's happening to this kid. They're just being used. And, and then the media shows yeah. us, us separating kids yeah. from their they parents. They AOC and all these. We don't even know if they are their parents. It's a joke, dude. It's a joke. You know, they know how to pull the strings of the people, dude. And that's what they're doing. I don't believe any fucking thing the mainstream media says. None of it. It's an agenda they're trying to push. Is there a way maybe we just stop stop Turn watching off, movies? Dude. Yeah. How about how about, how about no power over you? I know, but stop watching movies. That'll put Hollywood out of business. I mean, that's like an unrealistic goal, but <laughs> shit. I mean, well, I don't see any fucking harm in that. I think your life Fuck. will improve, dude. I'm, 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 I'm for the first time getting off dropping bombs more frustrated than I got on. Because, <laughs> dude, now I'm sitting there thinking, what can you do? You can't. I mean, it's, what can you do? I'll tell you what you can do. You can fucking point it out if you know about right, it. Point exactly. about, point it out if you see it. And if you're one of them fucking scumbags, happen to be listening, you know, fucking go get some help. 
fuck that. Let a, let a couple of them go. No. If you're, if let them all go. I don't even know how the fuck we got on this fucking I subject. Know. She's, dude. Everyone's leaving your podcast more disturbed than ever before. I know. I'm gonna Jesus. I'm gonna go from like fucking top I mean, ten. Do to, you think I like f- talking about this shit? I don't. I don't want to. I do. I like to fucking wake people up. Yeah, I do like to do that, but it's so disturbing. I don't like to be the bearer of this fucking news. I don't know how this happened, dude. Like, I understand the video did it and all this. This is not where I, I did not expect to be here a month ago. Most people are going to say, dude, these guys are fucking nuts. No. And, I, and I by the way. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think and just for are. the record, it would be you that's nuts. I didn't say anything. That's fine. No, I'm just joking. Fuck it, I'll tell you. No, I'm saying it. I'm oh, saying he's it. been hitting the head too much. Dude, I'm telling you right <laughs> now, man. There, 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 there is definitely. I don't know about the murdering and the, and the crazy Lucifer shit. Now, dude, that's the scariest mm, shit. That's... I do know that there's fucking perverts out there abusing children. You know that. What do you think? I, they, I okay, got a, I got a DUI one time. I, I told you, I got a DUI one time, and I had to do community service. So they had, they had me basically go to this juvenile home, and I, I was my job was to take microfilm. They called it microfiche, and basically it's just you know film that you have to put in this little thing and read to to organize it right. And dude, I was reading about kids getting abused cigarette Damn. cigarette yeah. put out on them two kids that i read about were and this is real story this is fucking what people went to jail for uh two kids were locked in the fucking closet for, as kids like two years old kids until they were seven they weren't found until they were seven Jeez. their bones grew back badly because yeah. apparently when they were crying the parents opened the door and just basically kicked the fucking kid over Damn. and over they'd throw in a like a box of cheerios for it to eat Ugh. and 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 when they found them like four or five years later their bones had been broken b- grew back wrong they 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 lived in that fucking closet for four years you this is real shit you want to hear something i heard about these tunnels is that when they're pulling these kids out a lot of them are like blind because they haven't seen light because they were born in that deck in that darkness uh their senses are off um, when they bring them into the sunlight, they start screaming. It's like, like literally, bro. They were lived in there their whole fucking life in these tunnels. And, they're, they're, and the tunnels are Mexico to here. Where are these tunnels? Right, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it would be from South America up to here, but I don't. I don't know any deal, details about that. Well, of course not. If you knew where a tunnel was, you, you'd say something, wouldn't Fuck you? Fuck yeah. I know. I wouldn't say something. I'd probably be there. I guarantee you I'd be there, dude. Yeah. I'd love to fucking yeah. catch some. Like I told someone the other day, only because again, I say it, but I don't. I don't really wish it, but. I always say I wish I saw someone trying to abduct a kid like at a oh, Target or something. Fucking crazy. You would, you would be totally in your rights to smash. To kill. Because if someone tried to take your kid, especially my kid, dude, like anybody's kid, if I, if I didn't even know you and I saw you and you had a little girl, little boy with you, and then I saw you like doing something and I saw some little fucking weirdo grab your kid. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. And that's the way they do it. They come up and boom, they're quick. In five seconds. Yeah, that's they what we do, can... They, they work really fast. They come in... Have you seen those like uh, uh, surveillance cameras yes. catching people that come in and just literally walk up and boom, grab a kid and run out with them? And they're gone. And, and they, they are, and the parents And the parent says, I only turned around for a second, so here's where I'll fucking end this. Guys, if you have kids, especially little kids, like little tiny kids, keep your fucking eyes open on them whether it's by a swimming pool or whether you're fucking shopping and you're looking at a price tag pay attention folks that's what i want to leave you with pay attention to your kids even more so after listening to this because dude there is real child 
abuse and there's real abductions. child abductions and there is real human trafficking. President Trump just fucking signed the you know biggest bill for to stop human trafficking and that's humans adults yeah. alike yeah. there's there's slavery there's sex slavery there's fucking child there's human slavery and there's human trafficking and child is just a part of it so pay attention to your kids that's what i'll leave you with that's beautiful say so, now i feel a little more i uh, <laughs> got it out <laughs> well yeah because like dude i felt frustrated but man, that's a good one, dude. I hope this fucking podcast wakes people up to pay attention to their kids, show them the love and respect and freaking leadership and, and show them that, that, that like they got to be careful. Too many people are too fucking comfortable and that's when Way bam, it's gone. Absolutely. So dude, I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate Thanks you having, having the fucking me, balls yeah. to do it. I mean, you got the balls to get in the ring. So yeah. obviously you, you got courage. Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, at the, but but at the end of the day, man, I appreciate you coming by today. Absolutely. I know. You're awesome, bro. You're a great host, man. Thank you for being for no cheap shots, you know? Hey, my <laughs> well, my pleasure. And, and folks, if you guys want to go get his book, go to Amazon or go follow him on Instagram, David Nino. Nino. David Nino Rodriguez Nino. Official. That's long. I know. David Nino Rodriguez Official on Instagram. And then my Twitter is Nino Boxer. And then Instagram is just David Nino Rodriguez. I mean, uh, Facebook is just David Nino Rodriguez. And YouTube as well. Yeah, David Nino Rodriguez. You're, you're starting yeah. to I post just videos. Yeah, I'm going to start putting up some self-defense and uh, how to knock someone's jaw off their face. I don't know. You know yeah, well, dude, that's a, good, that's a good skill to learn. Yeah, and then my random thoughts are on there. Go follow him, and then uh, more importantly, you know, go go get his book and and uh, do what it says, and maybe you'll get a little. Fucking... <laughs> don't do what I did. don't do what I did. <laughs> Learn from it. <laughs> anyway, until next time, kids, share this out. There might be somebody needing the information, and and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, keep it real. This is dropping bombs with the real Bradley. Subscribe. Dropping bars.